Hey there, people in the Starf Talk land, in the Starf Talk land, says what? We are back later in the week. There's some harmonics there. I tried. It's pretty good. I always try. It never usually works out very well. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good there, Chris. Uh, yeah, later in the week, we're on, what is it, Saturday? Is it Saturday, Saturday night? night? Man, Saturday night, the moon is out. Gonna head on over to the Twist and Shout. Another Saturday night. And I ain't got nobody. Oh, I don't I know. I got some money because I just got paid. paid. There's more. Um, there's more Saturday night songs. Let's sing. Let's let's see. Saturday night fever. Oh, we're buzzing. Hold on. How could we be buzzing? Let me fix that Facebook people. It, it's always on that iPad there. Yeah, we're getting a new one. We got a new one. We it's got a new there. one. Let me know if the buzzing goes away, guys. Because we've got a delay. Yeah, we don't know for sure. Um. Anyway. Well, hopefully it goes away. You're going to have to fix it. It's on your end, I'm sure. Oh, Victor's on. Hey, Vic. You were supposed to be on the podcast tonight, but you didn't show up. Come on, Vic. Again. I'm not buying any Bitcoin, by the way. I, I'm just, I've figured out that it's just too, it's too much. It's too much to do to pay attention to. All this crypto stuff. Oh, Victor's on. Oh, yeah. There we go. Audio's better. It's that plug-in. It's the plug-in every time over there. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Saturday. 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 We need to have top 10 Saturday songs because there's a lot. I know. There is so many. There's another There's another Saturday one that I'm missing. It's, I think it's Saturday by, Night Fever. Well, the other Saturday Night Fever, of course. Does that have the word Saturday in it? Oh, there's S A T U R D A Y. Nice. S A yeah. That's by Airplane, I believe. Really? Mm-hmm. Like the movie. Yep, the movie sang it. The movie, the movie sang it. Yeah, the cast of the absolutely. Movie. The reason I remember that song is there used to be a, a commercial with random like eighties, seventies, and eighties songs on it and i remember him playing that it was like like now that's saturday yeah <laughs> or, or now that's 70 yes. now oh. that's saturday it was just Here's like your that. top 10 saturday, saturday songs. songs uh you want to do some saturday saturday nights all right by elton john oh yeah saturday nights all right for fighting songs right. about saturday night okay. aaron watson i thought you were gonna say neville saturday in, in the park, park. Feeling like the 4th of July. It's like the best band Chicago, ever. Chicago, yeah. Another Saturday Night by Sam Cooke. Okay. Is that the second one that says Another Saturday Night? Um, No. Oh. Someday I'll Be Saturday Night by Bon Jovi. I don't know that one. Saturday Night Special, Leonard Skinner. Oh, yeah. Wait, Saturday Night Special? That should have been played by 38 Special. <laughs> Saturday... <laughs> A follow-up to Friday by Rebecca Black. No way. Yeah. Is that true? Absolutely. Rebecca Black girl. and Dave Days. It's Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. <laughs> I'm not even going to partake. I can't handle um, it. There's so many. Saturday Night by the Bay City Rollers. I love a good Bay City Rollers. Uh, Saturday Night by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wow. God Bless Saturday by Kid Rock. I'm sure that one's a classic. He got in some trouble recently. He did what for? Oh, Saturday Night Divas by the Spice Girls. Nice. Um, he said a a slur. 
really like a, a slur and people call him out on it and he's like if you are offended by that slur you are that slur that's what he said oh okay i mean at least he backs a, himself up a, and he's not gonna uh, homosexual sp- uh slur that he said on twitter or something okay i think well, I mean, you can probably figure out what it was i think so yeah um anyway hey guys welcome to another uh Saturday night episode of uh, Snarf Talk. Yes, sir. Um, next week, we're not going to have a live episode. Because I am going to be on vacation. We will still be releasing, uh, hopefully and probably, a podcast. Yep. An audio podcast that you can download on iTunes or Stitcher or Switcher. Yep. Downcast, or Apple. All of those. Yeah. Spotify. Go- Google Play. Yeah. Um, you can also check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash snarf comics. No! Oh, <laughs> take it. I got to remember this. No, Wait. yeah, we do want you to check oh, out yeah. our Patreon at patreon.com slash snarf comics where we need money, <laughs> where you can there help support the show and, uh, you can subscribe to get extra podcasts and all kinds of interesting whatnots that we haven't uh done a very good job of updating lately but we're going to get back in the groove now we have the what's we just started yeah well i mean it was a busy season it's been very busy baseball's almost over farming's almost is baseball almost over i feel like we still have a lot of games left no idea i have no idea when it's supposed to be over when is it supposed to be over no idea it's (laughs) i don't know is it supposed to run into july i think it does it, it started later this year right yes it did start later because I believe they started it later because high school sports went later. Okay. And a lot of our umpires are high school students. Because T-ball's over. No, it isn't. I I mean, our last game is next week, and I'm not going to be here. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, you only had like five games. No, we started a month before the Mustang. Was it that far ahead of us? We started right at Memorial Day weekend, like... uh, the weekend before Memorial Day. Yeah, actually. Yeah, because you had already had a game when we went camping. Yeah, that's right. Wow, I guess you did start way before us because we played like two games that weren't even like in the season, and I thought the season started. They're like, no, that was like a preseason, pre-season tournament. tournament, and it didn't make any sense. So, yeah, we had a big win this weekend. Big win last night. We should have Mazan. We should have had a win on Monday night. Um just needed to come out a little more aggressive. Monday uh, night, yes, correct. We should have had a win that night. Thursday, the team was very good. Thursday, we got absolutely crushed by one of the Seneca teams. Yeah, they're a very good, very good team. Yeah, they were phenomenal. Um, but then last night, yeah, I was... But last night, we did the crushing. I know. I feel bad Grady missed it. I will crush you. I wouldn't really call it crushing. It was In the beginning, yeah. yeah. it was. Yeah. It was fun. It was but a fun game. I got there late. Watched it was the a night last game part. under the lights. The crowd was going wild. Really? Cash had his that's first awesome. hit of the season. Yeah, that's what I hear. Good um, job. It was a good game. It was fun. I know. And Grady had to miss it. I had to take him to his first overnight camp, uh, which he loved. Uh, it was just twenty four hours, which I thought was weird, but he loved it. And I guess for kids that age, it's a little bit easier. The problem was it's an hour and a half away, so it took me just as long to drive him down there and come back and then go down there again and pick him up as he stayed there basically <laughs> right it's like ridiculous but he loved it he wanted to stay he wanted to go back wants to do it again so that's good i think camp is fun meet a lot of did you go people. to camp um i went to yeah i went to a 4-h camp camp uh, shawanasi that's what it was we just had this realization 
I never knew that's what it was called. Camp Shaw, they called it. Camp Shaw. I also yeah. went to Camp Shaw for 4 H camp. Um, that was like a week long. And then, yeah, it's a full week. And that's Grady will get to do a full week next year. Once you hit fourth grade, that's when they allow them, or like 10 when you're 10. Um, I also went to an FFA camp my freshman year of high school. I also went to that. It wasn't really a camp, but IAYI? Yeah. Illinois Ag Youth yes. Institute? It's probably not Institute. But. No. I mean, it was a camp. I yeah, but there. it was a camp. It was like for a couple of days, though. It wasn't like for a week. It was a four-day weekend. Yeah, something like that. And it was you like, do a lot of like trust falls. Yeah. And like team building team exercises. Team building exercises. It was fun. I had a great time. I, I enjoyed it as well. And I met a lot of people that I continued to know and associate with later on down the road. Yes. A good networking opportunity before you ever knew what networking was yeah. or even needed it. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I went with, uh, it was me, Pete Fillman, and Chubbs. Is it sad that I don't remember who went with me? Yes, it is sad. Kathy Novotny was there, I know. I don't remember any guys that were there. That I, You were the only guy. I don't know. You're the only man on the entire trip. Yes. You were like a <laughs> that was kid it. in the candy store. <laughs> right. At 14 years old. <laughs> I didn't even know what to think. But that was fun. Other than that, I never really went to like summer camp. Isn't there like summer camp where people like stay there for the like whole summer, like a long time? I think that's like Camp Shaw. Isn't that like the '90s movies? You know how they go to camp, like heavyweights. Yeah, they go to that. I think heavyweight they're like camp. a week long camps. They're not all summer. I thought they were like nobody's a month. dropping their kids off for a whole summer. Like a month, though. You think a month? A month? No, nobody's dropping their kids off for a month. I would. Why would you even have a concurrent, like, concurrence, not the right word, uh, a straight month where you had no, like, things that were required of you as a child? Like, no responsibilities for a straight month. You just didn't do any other activity. No sports or anything, I guess. Right. Now it, there's sports. It wasn't that common, I, I don't think, to have summer sports, like, in the 90s, was it? Mandy said, Troop Beverly Hills, best camp movie ever. I have no memory of that movie. I mean, I do remember it, but I don't. I'm betting I I've never heard of it. Agree. She didn't answer me. You didn't. Mandy did not answer you. Troop Beverly Hill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that movie with Shelley Long. That's right. Um, it, I'm not going to agree. Heavyweights is great. I liked Heavyweights. That's really the only one I remember for camp movies. Um, no, there's got to be a. Let's I, look up best camp. Movies. I'm positive there's a bunch more, but the only one that really comes to mind is Heavyweights because that's the one I've watched the most. Ernest goes to camp. Well, I definitely have seen that. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I was a huge Ernest fan. Oh, me too. Ernest P. Whirl, man. Uh, Space Camp. I remember that movie. I don't. Um, camp Nowhere, 1994. I remember the name. I don't know if I've seen Christopher it. Lloyd's in it. I, I don't remember it, but I know I've seen it. Friday the 13th, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm a cheerleader. Never heard of it. Heavyweights comes in at number nine. Adam's Family Values at eight. Nope. Oh, Meatballs. Meatballs. That is a camp movie. Yeah. That's a good old Bill That's Murray. an old school. That's real old. That's 70s. Uh, the Parent Trap, yeah. Wet Hot American Summer. Yes, that's. I wouldn't necessarily call it. I mean, it is about it camp. Is about it is camp. a camp movie, but it's definitely like a parody movie. Yeah, they're parried. 
parodying camp movies. That's a hard word to say. It's probably because it's not a real word. Parodying. Parodying. Um, man, Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Number one on that. this list is Troop Beverly Hills. It is? Yeah. I've never, ever seen it. I don't even know if I've heard of it. And they don't even go to camp. Well, that's silly. Um, I guess that's what this thing says. That doesn't make any sense. How do you not go to camp and be a camp movie? Christopher? Uh, Mandy said fat camp, but I think she's thinking of heavyweights. Yeah. There's no way they named a movie fat camp. And then, I mean, heavyweights, I guess. Do you think they really had fat camps? Or was that just a Hollywood trope? Honestly, I don't know. Maybe they did. They probably did. Do you think so? For kids? Sure. Yeah. Oh, man. They had to have named them something else. You didn't tell your kid you're going to they fat camp. absolutely did not name them fat camp. Well, that's a, no, no, I know. That a, that's a colloquial term. Right. For fat kids that need exercise. Yeah. And you don't know how to give it to them besides send them to a camp. Well, it's a good opportunity for them to be outside and play sports and yeah. swim. It's a good exercise. Do you think the kids ever just noticed how everyone is... Yeah, it's that's really the big. whole point of the movie Heavyweights. I, I they don't know. know they're going to a fat camp. Yeah, that's true. Well, he does. He calls it out when he sees the video. They play like a promo video to suck oh, him yeah, in, yeah, and yeah. he's like, a fat camp? You want me to go to a fat camp? Yeah. It was about a chubby kid who wants to lose weight, and it was so good. It's Heavyweights. How many times have we got to tell you? That's the movie you're talking about, Mandy. I was. Oh, yeah, the fat camp thing. Yeah, that's um, yeah Ben Stiller's in it. Bunch of people are in it. Ben, that's Ben Stiller's role. Um, in dodgeball. Well, not only in dodgeball, but in Happy Gilmore too. When he's the guy at the. Oh yeah. It's like the same person. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's got a different character, but the character acts exactly. He's playing the same character for all three of those roles. Yeah. Between heavyweights, uh, what was the other one that you said? Dodgeball. Yeah, dodgeball and. Um, Happy Gilmore. It was the 17th anniversary of Dodgeball. I, I see you posted something. You got a lot of uh, responses. A lot of, a lot of traction there. A lot dip, of people like that duck, movie. dive, dodge. Dip. Dip. You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. I think that's a great movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. I have not But either. it's from 2004, and I didn't realize it was that old of a movie. And oh, Vince yeah. Vaughn, like looking at Vince Vaughn in that movie, he looks like a child. Like, he looks so young. I don't know about that. But. He looks super young, like in his 20s. He's not, but he looks very young compared to what he does now. I mean, you can see age on him. <laughs> now he looks like a 100-year-old man. Also, um, I guess this is a bit of news. They did say uh, a Wedding Crashers 2 is 100% a go. Ooh. They're making it. It's already written. So I'm in they're that. on board. And uh, the report I heard, wow. it was like <laughs> they said they're – they literally went on record and said there is no reason for a sequel to this movie other than it made a lot of money when it first came out, and we think this one will also. And it costs nothing to make, <laughs> right. probably. It costs no money to make, and they made it was like two hundred and forty million they made on that movie when it came out. Which, yeah, it's a big movie. Yeah, it was huge. And I remember when it came out, and it was big. It wasn't like a hyped up movie. It's just a movie that randomly came out. Right. There, I don't remember there being any hype about that movie. It just came out. I mean, obviously, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn at that point. Vince Vaughn was a big star. Yes. And everybody knew that they were in the movie, so they were like, oh. And we're Will Ferrell was in it, and everybody knew that. But it wasn't like it was one of these things that was hyped up for six months, a year, you know. 
there are so many one-liners from that movie that people continue to talk about. Will Ferrell has one of the biggest ones, and he's only in it for like a three-minute scene. Yeah. You know, Mom, meatloaf. I just, I love, <laughs> I love when the, the whole family drama happens at the end, and Vince Vaughn has to leave finally. He's like, let everybody down. But he takes that naked portrait of himself. <laughs> yeah. The other guy's like, oh, no, I'm taking that back. He's like, you, this was a gift. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah, it is. I haven't seen it in such a long time. We've got a stage five clinger here. Crab cakes and football. <laughs> That's what Maryland does. Isn't that... Um, oh, the actor? Yeah, he plays Rocket, Raccoon. Bradley Cooper? Bradley Cooper. He's the fiancé. That does the football and yeah, it is. I think, and he's got like a shaved head. Crack. Um, let me see. Um, I don't think that is. I don't think he's the one that delivers the line. Line. He isn't. Not that line. I'm just saying. But Bradley Cooper's in it, and yeah. he's the the main bad guy. Because the girl's uh, dad loves him because he's like a footballer, you know. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so on tonight's episode, y'all, um, we're going to do a top 10 later, but not a ranker. Top 10 card tricks. Really? Isn't that what we're doing? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even know how I would do that. <laughs> we do, do it with We're going to do close-up magic. Sleight of hand all night. I got some rings in the back. Yeah, I've got a top hat, um, a wand, and those, you know, those like, Never ending tissues. Yeah, whatever they are. I was gonna say Scarves. napkins, but it's like a scarf that's or like handkerchiefs that are sewn together. Yeah. And I have some smoke pellets. Oh nice. Yeah. And the flame paper. That works really well with cameras too, so <laughs> it'll be perfect. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what we mean. Um no, we're gonna discuss a ranker list. We're gonna talk about the best um what was it? Uh, space. Best space shows in the galaxy on T V. Um, of all time space ghost coast to coast we have some news we're gonna do a lot of interesting what you're watching later we've been watching a bunch of stuff we got a lot of us we're gonna talk about um all kinds of uh new shows there's new shows there's new shows coming out there's all kinds of things happening there are a lot of new shows i got surprised by one today and i before we get into that though i got a couple spring stretchers oh no spring stretchers yeah we like to be happy all the time i don't want to be aggravated chris this is a minuscule one but it's one that's been slowly eating away for me over the last year slowly killing you it's it's so annoying to me and i don't know why you don't know why okay from the period of about the beginning of whatever this election cycle was Mm -hmm. yes until today that would have been i mean the election cycle that was a couple years it's been happening yes it's been eating away at me jerry okay like a little acid just stripping well it's like a parasite that's went yeah. into your brain so whenever the beginning of that was and the whole beginning of like the wokedom started rising um people started using like a, a very oft used phrase that you, i've heard before but it started becoming more in the, like the vernacular of everyday wokesters and that is okay people saying full stop I don't know if I've even heard that. Really? I hear it all the time now. So people will like make an argument about something. Yeah. And they'll be like, 
I believe that blah, 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 full stop, which means like no argument. Nothing you can say could ever possibly. I'm going to look up exactly. I I don't think I've heard it. It's a phrase. Like are politicians doing this? No, 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 no. Oh, I was going to say. Just people. Annoying people. Yeah. It's a phrase used to end the discussion of some topic or indicate that there are no exceptions or caveats to what you have said. Like, that doesn't make okay, sense. Here's an example. That. Like if you're talking to your child, your teenager, and you say, you need to be home by nine, full stop. It means like there's no exceptions. There's no nothing. There's no, we're not having a discussion. There's nothing you could say that could, that is the, the ultimate be all and all. So what, people are saying this all the time now. They're like, on a political topic or on a, any kind of a, mostly political topics. They're like, okay. you know, just as an example, I'm not trying to get political, but like Trump is uh, a fascist, full stop. You know what I mean? Like so nobody could ever argue that. I don't understand. Like there's, there's no argument. It's just, it's, it's a way to escape the conversation. It's a way to just only it's like, echo chamber. Put your opinion out there and then never and not receive anything back because you right. said full stop. Therefore, conversation over. I win. Go home. Right. And it's not, it's, it's literally though the use of those words that is what my spring stretcher is, not yeah. the intent behind them. Okay. Which is also obnoxious. Obnoxious, yes. <laughs> it's just like full I, stop. Yeah, full stop. Come I cannot on. believe you haven't heard that. I don't think I really have. That phraseology. I don't think I really have. I don't know if I've heard anybody in a conversation say it. That's why I just don't think it's that common and you're just making it No, up. it's common. I hear it all the time. Really? Yes. Well, we're listening to very different things. But I so. listen to a lot of like, I, I listen to um, political like podcasts sometimes. Oh, I never do. Um, but I and don't hear. And on those podcasts no, 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 they're no, saying no, that? No, no, no. But on those podcasts sometimes they'll have clips Oh, or, you know, things like that. Or I've seen in comments, people write that in comments, like on a Facebook post. Really? They're like, this is my opinion. Fall, stop. It's like, no. Would you go away? We want to wring their neck. I have a second spring stretcher, too. Oh, you do? You have more than one? Yeah, an unrelated topic. I'm excited. It's super obnoxious and annoying to me. And me and Marley were discussing this the other night, that they are using taxpayer money to pay to pay out lottery to do this covid vaccine lottery do you know about this i don't i don't if you get a covid vaccine in illinois you are automatically entered for a lottery lottery drawing and they are going to draw x amount of people what randomly to win money to win a million dollars each are you joking me and then they're going to pull a random amount of people to win a hundred and fifty thousand dollar college scholarship Oh my gosh! And they're funding that with all of our taxes. With, they're they're funding it with uh, COVID federal COVID relief funds. This is not right. It's so obnoxious. You know what? How do they get away with that? Get the thing or don't get the thing. Don't yeah, you, we don't need a lottery? They're giving out ten million dollars in lottery for residents who get COVID vaccine. The ten million includes seven million in cash prizes for adults and three million in scholarships for youth distributed through weekly drawings. I don't know when that's to begin. Um, so I don't I don't get the fact that the state governments, federal government, whatever, 
has the ability to just give out all of this money when we've never been able to do like anything. <laughs> Dan said, uh, like infrastructure wise or first of all, no one oh, said because the expanse is the greatest full stop. Anyway, oh. uh, John, uh, Dan said, John just asked me if I, if you guys can hear us. Then he said, hi, Jerry. Hi, Coach Chris. <laughs> hi, John. Well, hi, John. How are you d- doing over there, John? Just saw you the other day. I saw you uh, riding the Zep board today. Oh, yeah. You were with him. Yeah, I was with him today. Yep, we can hear you. Make sure you get up. Don't wake your father up in the morning, and you make him breakfast, John. And and subscribe to our Patreon, John. <laughs> yeah. Get your dad's For credit as card. Low as $1 <laughs> a month. We need money. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yes, and you, you were saying how, how they can di- how, divert how funds. They're they just, just all unilaterally sudden, make decisions to take, and it's just all of a sudden like, yeah, ten million, no problem. We'll take ten million. We're gonna do this. Thing. Yeah, we'll just take ten million dollars and use it to try and bribe people. But they're trying. They're trying to bribe people into taking. But also, like government agencies, like National Fish and Wildlife, DNR, like different places, are trying to do projects and research and other things and are asking for a hundred thousand dollars of support from the state or two hundred thousand dollars you know or fifty thousand dollars from the federal government or whatever and they're always told no no we never have money the state never has money we can't do that kind of stuff 10 million if you get a vaccine we're just going to give it away yep no problem so we're going to give away 13 million but a lot of projects that other agencies tried to do or even like new roads or Fix your bridges. Like I eighty is going to fall into the river. Not we're, this is going to take some time because we got to figure out how to budget this. Because we just gave thirteen million dollars away <laughs> to people that got a shot. <laughs> how does this make sense? I mean, do, shouldn't people be upset about that? Like you can walk into Walmart and for free get a vaccine right now. Yeah, we don't need a lottery. I mean, people can get it if they want to get it. They can get it. And I think you've tapped the market at the moment. Like the people that really wanted it want to get it. Or even some of the people that were on the fence, there might be some others out there that are on the fence that don't really know and might get it later. But either way, I mean, all of the people that wanted it are freely getting it now or have already got it. And you're basically to those last few people that are like, I might get it later. I might not, you know, whatever. And then there's like, if there's a flare up, there's enough supply now that people yeah. want to go get it. Like if it starts kicking back up and they're like, oh, fuck this. I don't think you're going to coax more people into getting it at this point is what I mean. Like, Well, I mean, you might with a million dollar lottery, but. Out of how many millions of people in Illinois? Yeah, you're not going to win it. That's what I mean. So <laughs> is that really going to coax you into doing it? I guess people play the lottery all the time and. They do. Why not make it like a thousand dollar winner? Why don't you do like a million or a yeah, a million? No, I guess it wouldn't be a million. Not a million, but it'd have to be five hundred thousand. You do a million ten dollar winners. You get a ten dollar prize. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. But there's other states doing like free giveaways. Like if you get a shot, you get a beer. There's there's states that are giving away weed. They're giving away joints. What? Oh my gosh. Marijuana joints. I want them to give away. Uh, no in um, no real estate tax. Yeah, for life. Yeah, like real estate tax free to the f- like the first five hundred. You know, like the first thousand people that come get a shot on 
March 2nd. You know what I mean? Like, do something like that, and I'd be all over it. I'd be elbowing people. I would get nine shots. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what you're going to shoot me up with. I don't want to pay your real estate taxes. I don't want your your life. Taxes. Taxes. Um, That's all. That's all for my spring stretchers. It just stretches my springs, Jerry. And pretty soon we're going to have a sticker for that. We are going to have a sticker for that. You can purchase that sticker. And you can find things in the real world that annoy you, and you can slap a sticker on it. Yeah. And it's going to say Snarf Talk, have a little logo, but mostly it's going to have a giant spring, and it's going to say Spring, spring Stretcher. Yeah, and we're going to, you can put it on people. Yeah. Like, man, you really stretch my springs. Like if you, your like, husband's really annoying you or something. Boss. Slap it on their back. Slap it on his face. Slap it a boss. <laughs> <laughs> the spring stretcher sticker that would be good i'm gonna have it all over my bumper uh people would get the yeah, vaccine gonna... for a free polar pop i'm sure some would maybe 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 i'm gonna put a i'm gonna put that spring stretcher sticker on your front bumper i'm gonna need a lot of those stickers mandy said <laughs> uh yeah a you lot of well, well do you got a spring stretcher if you got one Shout it out. Yeah, shout out your spring stretcher. We'll read it, and then we'll see if it's valid or not. We'll validate your spring stretcher. Yeah, because we're the I mean, that's what we do. Full yeah. stop. I mean, right here. Full stop. Absolutely nobody else has the a higher opinion or the authority to do what we do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um. Anyway, uh, you got some uh, news. There was some news on the airwaves, no? I don't have any. You said you had news. Um. I just got a... Um, Something coming out that I'm excited for. Okay. It's coming out Tuesday. Oh, already? And it's Batman. What? The Long Halloween. Oh, yeah. The cartoon. One, the animated uh, feature. It's going to be broken into two, just like they did for the Dark uh, Knight Returns. Yeah. Um, super excited about it. Is Long, it going to be on HBO? I believe it's on HBO Max, yeah. yeah. Um, or maybe it's just you have to buy it. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I should look that up. But anyway, very excited about it. One of the best Batman comics of all time. Yes. Um, I highly recommend buying, just buying a copy of Batman, The Long Halloween, the graphic novel. Um, it's, it's worth it. It's phenomenal. It's got like, it's got a ton of stuff jam-packed into it. I think it's got like every villain. It's basically like... It's like the entire rogues gallery that yes. Batman faces in one book. So I actually, like, there's lots of... We've talked in the past about our favorite Batman comics a for lot. this or that. But go back. That is one of the most accessible. Um, the Long Halloween. If you're just like a casual Batman fan and you just want to see like Batman versus villains kicking ass, it's great. I'm gonna look it up. Halloween. Uh, I'm gonna look it up to see if you have to buy it or not. I'm sure it's on HBO Max. Um. Hey, your buddy, yeah. your boy's in there. Josh Dumel. Josh Dumel's in it? Yeah, he plays Harvey Dent. Oh, yeah, he's Harvey Dent. Yeah, Jensen Ackles. Is so is Jack Batman. Quaid. I see that. And the boys. Alberto Falcone. He's Falcone. Awesome. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure where it comes out at, but real excited. I just didn't know if you would have to buy it. On, I don't think you do, because they were releasing basically everything on HBO Max for free. Um. This film will be released on June 22nd, 2021 on digital download, DVD, and Blu-ray. Doesn't say anything about HBO Max. Mm-hmm. 
Um, anyway, uh, another question real quick. Yeah. So sure. I said cartoon and you immediately said, yeah, animated it. Do you, is it's it like not a cartoon? Is I it, mean, what's the difference? It's, it is a cartoon. When I think, is of, it derogatory to say cartoon? Yes. Compared to animated. I think it is derogatory. Why? Cause it's an animated feature, right? So when you say cartoon, you're thinking of a, like a cha- a children, either a children's show. This is rated R, I'm sure. I understand, but I mean... Cartoon... uh, X-Men of the 90s was an animated show, but it's a a cartoon. So? It was a show aimed at children. This is a rated R animated movie. I feel like the word... I would not call it a cartoon. A cartoon is like... The whole... What is the definition of cartoon? That's what I was just going to look up. Um, a simple drawing showing the feature. No, a motion picture using animation techniques to photograph a sequence of drawings rather than real people or objects. Yeah, I a mean, cartoon is an illustration. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it's technically not a cartoon. It is a cartoon in its art form, but right. I think in our society, cartoon takes on a um a, a certain meaning. Of like animated or funny, like Family Guy is cartoon not aimed at children. Cartoon is normally a humorous, yeah, thing, right? For sure. Animated just means full of life or excite, excitement, lively, or made using animation techniques. Right. I just think it's odd to refer to it as cartoon. I don't. I, I've never thought of it that way. I've never thought of it as childish by saying the word cartoon. Because that's what it is. There was Batman the Animated Series. That's what the actual name was. But that was still a cartoon. I'd be like, yeah, the Batman cartoon. You just watch that all the time. You know? That was definitely aimed at children, though. I'm not saying it's not enjoyable by adults. But there's no definition that says a cartoon has to be aimed at children. You're just saying. It was made for children. It doesn't matter. You can still call it a cartoon whether it is or isn't. Why can't you? You can. The word cartoon doesn't mean children. But or that's aimed at children. The con- con- connotation. That's your connotation. You know what? Full stop. <laughs> Fine. You know what? Fine. Full stop. Fine. I don't know. I I just I've never I've never thought of it as being different. Okay. Well, anyway, check that out Tuesday. Uh, I bet it's going to be really good. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, the last one they did. What was the last one they did? It was the one with. Uh, Henry Winkler? No, they did one of our favorite Batman comics, and it was disappointing. But the this was killer, the long Halloween. The seri- this was, it was uh, Zero. No, the serial killer. Uh, they changed the story completely. He marries Catwoman or falls Year in. one or zero year? No, wasn't it? No, no, no. Hush. Hush. Yeah, they did Hush, yes. and I didn't think they did it good I didn't care for the animation very much either. I didn't mind that. It's just they um, they focused on the wrong. They took the wrong parts of the story to focus on. Yeah, big time. I mean, I, I don't think it was terrible. It's just they missed a lot of the nuance, the mystery of the story. Right. I I liked. I, I still liked it. It was a fun watch. But yeah, it wasn't the book. It was not the book to me at Completely all. Different. 
Not at all. And that was disappointing. And we had talked about that for a while. So hopefully that this one isn't going to be that way. I, since it's part one, two, they're gonna, I mean, and the long Halloween is an extremely long book. First off, it's, yeah. it's a very thick graphic novel or it's, I don't even know if you technically is a graphic novel. I guess it is. Yeah, it is. Cause it, I wonder if that originally came out as individual. It could have, but then it could have been put into right. a graphic novel, which a lot of them are. A lot of whole series run. Because I've never read it outside of the graphic novel form. Um, no, neither have I. That's uh, what I have at home. Well, anyway, um, speaking of things releasing, there's <laughs> another little bit of news I, I dug up. Loki has been such a smash success for Disney+. Plus, Really? That all Marvel and Star Wars shows will release on Wednesdays from now on. Really? They've changed it? They have changed it. Um, Wednesday is the new Friday. People are people must be seeking shows in the middle of the week, seeking something to do in, at the At, at first night. Disney Plus followed the Netflix pattern of releasing on Fridays. Um, this changed with Loki, which released on Wednesday instead, avoiding conflict with Black Widow or Star avoiding conflict with Black Widow, which apparently is releasing on a Friday. Okay. And Star Wars The Bad Batch, while also helping Loki with Nielsen ratings. It proved to be a massive success, with Loki becoming the most watched Disney Plus most watched Disney Plus premiere to date. You know that why that probably is, is because Fridays think about it, like Fridays people are busy, Friday nights people are going out, Saturdays yeah. you're busy. Party and party and yeah. Party Sunday. and party and yeah. Fun, 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 fun. Looking for the fun on the weekend. Is that Friday? Yeah. Song? Rebecca Man, Black. you know a lot of that song. Of course I do. There's like four words in the song. <laughs> That's true. Friday, fun, But either weekend. way, what what is probably happening is they're probably not getting watchers or, you know, or people taking the show in until Sunday or Monday after the weekend's over, you know, when you release it on a Friday because everybody gets really busy or is doing stuff. Or, or nursing hangovers. Uh, they've moved. Um, so Wednesdays, people are up and at them, ready yeah, to watch They've something. officially moved the show's Monsters at Work, which I think is a Monsters, Inc. show. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Turner and Hooch. Apparently, they're making a new Turner and Hooch. All right. Whatever. Behind the Attractions. Whatever. Don't know that one. Chippendale Park Life. New Chippendale, huh? Yeah. Turning the table, turning the tables with Robin Roberts. Turn the beat around. Probably not going to watch that. No. Uh, this isn't a very exciting list. I'm just <laughs> this gonna, list is not good. Um, in, in, anyway, that's happening. So I thought that was a little bit interesting. I do anyway. think that's interesting because obviously they see that the metrics tell them something. It makes sense. I'm really getting sick of waiting for till Friday for everything. I know. It's it's, it's infuriating. Annoying. And I understand what a lot of people would say is like, well, what's the difference? Because you watch something on Wednesday, you got to wait till next Wednesday versus Friday to Friday. It feels different. It does feel different. It feels late. It feels late in the week. Yeah. It, 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 it is late in the week. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Everything it, is like balanced off of the weekend, at least when you're not working that's what I mean. six, like, seven days a week. But during the week is when I usually take shows in. It's later at night. You know, when everything's Yeah, I'm not watching out. any shows on the weekend. But really, I don't. Friday, Friday Saturday, Sunday no, even. Party and partying, yeah. Yeah. Right. Just keep partying. That's what we do. Um, we party and play baseball. Well, we don't play Coach that. it. Coach the baseball. Yell at it. I coached baseball this morning. 
Four games this week, Jerry. My gosh. Four. You I was four too. I did technically. Grady wasn't at all four, but we showed up to all four. We Can, what's going to happen when all three children are in sports? It's going to be insanity. It is going to be insanity, and I don't know. We're going to be Amy and I won't be in the same place at the same no, time. It'll be impossible because especially impossible. Yeah, especially if I mean if Grant keeps going, they're all like two years apart, so it'll be a two year delay on on traveling, anyways. Uh, Nolan said, I would consider something a cartoon if it has very exaggerated features. I would agree with that. It's an, it's like the style of animation almost makes a difference. Yeah. So, but is cartoon the overarching word and then animation, what is creating the cartoon? I think animation is the overall arching word. Well, of course you would, because you believe that's. And then under the banner of animation, you have different styles of animation of which a cartoon style is one yeah anime style or japanese style yeah stop motion stop motion would be a style yeah i guess that's not computer that's not drawing um animation would be a style yeah of a cartoon you're right i can go with that so me calling it a cartoon is correct is what we found out no that's not what we're saying we're saying it is cartoon is a style of animation yeah, I still think I'm right. Um, it's exaggerated. Do you think people look like Batman? Yeah, I mean, I think they look pretty realistic to people. Not all the time. His chest is so unproportionate to the rest of his body. It's no, I mean, it's... <laughs> like yours. It's about right. Similar to yours. Okay. Dave says, uh, hey, boys, can you talk about The Bachelorette? I haven't seen it. I never usually watch that show. There is a huge following between the bachelorette no and nobody bachelor watches and the bachelorette well the bachelor i guess it is everybody right? watches the bachelor yeah. i don't think anybody watches the bachelor there's a fantasy league for the bachelor there's literally a league where you you can join a fantasy team and you pick your team of women you know that who's going to be like eliminated and stuff like if you get the last girl then you win yeah the league it's Wild. I mean, I've seen that show before, mostly because Marley wanted to watch it one season. I think I've seen one season. Yeah, and I've seen. I'm some not of saying there isn't something worthwhile there, but it's very little. Yeah. Um, the big news with The Bachelor, though, is that the main guy has that been was fired. A whole joke, too. That was so ridiculous. But he's fired. He's done. They he, kicked him. He off. stepped down. He didn't get fired. I mean, he was going to get fired. Because of the constant, he didn't uh, do cancel anything. culture. We talked about this. Did he we? Did, he did nothing. Yeah, but it's like cancel culture, big time. And there, he chose to step down. It was his supposedly his choice. He wouldn't have if he hadn't gotten attacked over things. Well, that's true. That's it's crazy. That's the there is news. no justification for Southern antebellum <laughs> dances. Full stop. <laughs> Southern, that's what he got. One of the contestants on the show okay. attended when she was in college Oh, an yes. antebellum South party. So basically, it's just a party where women dress up in fancy gowns like uh, Scarlett O'Hara. Oh, yeah. And that seems nice. Everybody came out on Twitter and attacked her. And the, this dude, the guy that lost his job or quit his job, yeah. came out and said, hey, I think instead of attacking... 
we all need to have a little bit of understanding. That's what he said. Wow. And he lost his job. It's insane. So, no, David, we are not watching. What is 50 million uh, settlement? 50 million settlement. They, did they pay him? That's crazy. Did he get paid $50 million? He He was the executive producer of that show, I think. He had to have been. He's been involved with it the, the entire time. Yeah. I think that guy was real rich. I'm sure he was. What was his name? Chris uh, Hansen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That guy's yep. in a bad way. Mm-hmm. He catches predators. <laughs> he used to. Uh, then I he became know. one. It was Chris something. I like that dude. I always thought that dude was. I thought he was a good legit. guy. He's always kind of quippy. He reminds me of a Jeff Probst. Who's Jeff Probst? He's the main guy on Survivor. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're like similar people. Mm-hmm. There. <laughs> Greatest show ever made, Survivor. Um, I don't have any other. Oh, there's one little bit of news. It's not that exciting, but um, Universal Studios Orlando okay. has unveiled a new roller coaster, Jerry. They did? The Velocicoaster. Oh. It's a, it's a Jurassic Park roller coaster i seen them building it when i was there okay it looks very twisty it's out over the lagoon all of it oh looks pretty cool i like that um i wish i would have been there just not two months too early yeah to ride it yeah it looks it looks really are you cool. a roller coaster guy i love them so do i absolutely love them uh, give me all of them always have i've always loved them a lot but I know a lot of people that don't care for them. A at lot all. of people hate them, and I think that's insanity. I do too. You're safe. I, I mean, don't get what the. It's so rare to get injured or fall off. Just or, relax and like let yourself enjoy the let ride. Let it go, man. Just, let it go. If you got to pee, pee. Pee your pants. Yeah, it's not hard to do. Yeah. Just let it go. If you, you know, if I hope you don't puke, but if you do, just let that go too. Chris just, Harrison. Chris Harrison. Harrison. I knew it was an H. Cousin of Hanson. Uh, he walked away with $50 million because they broke his contract. Wow. Um, anyway, Nolan said, speaking of Batman, there was some Harley Quinn controversy recently. Um, I'm aware. I, I actually kind of decided maybe not to talk about it because it was a little X-rated. Really? I never heard about it. Yeah, there was... Um, he said, I mean, the only part of his face not masked is Batman's mouth. Just steer clear if Aquaman's kinky, fishy stuff. Um, there was something they wanted Batman to do in the Harley Quinn show. Okay. And DC Comics said, no, Batman does not do that. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't want to delve too much in more in depth. That's fine. I'll look it up. Um, if anybody is wondering, look it up. But that Harley Quinn show is a, is a really good show. On uh, HBO Max, I would check it out for sure. Oh, it's the Harley Quinn show. I believe so. I could totally be wrong. Um, Looking it up. You you are? Harley Quinn, yeah, it is. Yeah, it was a band scene from that show. Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I see. Um... That's all I got for news. Do you have anything? No, I don't. I really don't have any news. I was looking some up, and I, I just didn't really find anything worth reporting. Well, we have a bunch of what we're watching. We're going to get that in a little bit. You want to do our uh, our ranker list? Now, again, 
This yes. is not our list. We're not doing a top ten here. No. This is not official. We do not own the rights Snarf to this is not list. official. Snarf does not recommend. We are here to talk about how fans have ranked these shows and discuss why or not what our experiences are with these shows and why we may or may not think that they're ranked incorrectly or correctly. Correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So we're going to do... I don't know why this one jumped out at me. One of the categories on Ranker was science. And Jerry said, let's do something science-y. Yeah, I like science stuff. Um, but there wasn't really anything. By the way, did you know Bill Nye, the science guy, was a stand-up comedian before he was a television science guy? No, I did not. Yeah. A stand-up comedian. Yeah. Hmm. I, I watched it on a game show. Um, on that show, uh, I don't know if you've seen this show, but it's on primetime, like ABC or NBC on Sunday nights. And it's like a quiz show. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> no, I don't know. This is a quiz show and it's called the beast. Uh, the, you're going up against the beast and you're doing trivia. Oh, really? And it's like a race. You, you got to stay ahead. Sounds of fun. You would like it. Yeah, I like trivia. I love trivia. And it's just random trivia. Um, ABC. It's on primetime TV? It's like, yeah. I could look it up. Because I've recently switched from... The Chase. It's called The Chase. Oh. I've recently switched from Hulu Live to YouTube TV. Um, and I've done this. So I purchased this because I like to watch baseball. The only way I can see baseball in my house is if I have one of those things. So I normally only have the TV during baseball season. And Hulu Live has really, really disappointed me. I had it last year, and I thought, so it's really laggy. It lags terribly when you watch live shows. Apparently only on Amazon because my wife's uncle has it on. Uh, Roku loves it. Really? Never had an issue. It lags so bad for me just for live shows. Any of the recorded stuff is fine. Um, Everything else is fine. I like the platform, but live TV will lag so terribly. And I thought, well, maybe it's my internet or the fact that I've got somebody on Fortnite streaming a show in the bedroom and, you know, on their iPad in the living room. And I was like, maybe that's the cause of all this. But watching TV you know, the baseball games later at night when everyone's in bed and nothing else is on, still doing it. So I was like, I, you know what? I'm done with this. Canceled my subscription, went to YouTube TV, started watching on it. Flawless. Has no issues, has never lagged, has never quit on me, has no problems. I don't know why. And it's got all of the same shows and TV like yeah. stuff, like all the same um, um, channels. And it's great. Freaking love it. I would suggest it. Well, there you go. Check out The Chase. Yeah, that's what I'm going to look If you like trivia up. game shows. I'm going to look I it do. up. Um, anyway, we're going to do the best space shows in the galaxy on TV, according to Ranker. How many do you want to do? How many are on there? Is there a lot? There is um, 50. Seems like a lot. Does seem like that. There's Just do twenty forty eight. I'm sorry. Okay, do twenty four. Okay, I'm gonna start at the first one that I've heard of, wherever that is. Okay. Um. 
number i'm gonna start at 30 we're gonna start at 30 all right space above and beyond i've never heard of it no so i've never heard of that either move around that. number 29 the clone wars the clone wars like the animated show the animated star wars clone wars i mean it's hard for me to react to that because i would not consider that a space show yeah i wouldn't it's either a star wars show it's in a different galaxy but it is in space. Right. So technically I guess it, it is, is a space show. Yeah, I guess it is all in space technically. So. Okay, so if we're counting it as a space show, and I, I have to see what's above it, but it would be way higher on my list than 29. Me too. Obviously. I would not have it at 29, and I, mean, I don't know what's on this list. Star, the Clone Wars, whether you're a fan of animated television shows or not, it's an unbelievable series. I agree that would be animated because it's digitally rendered. You wouldn't call that a cartoon? No, I was thinking cartoons are more drawn. Okay. You're just creating the rules as you go. I'm not creating rules. That's what I think of as a cartoon. Because we were just talking about the Batman shows, and that's what I was thinking of. When I think of, of a is. cartoon, I think of, like, you know, somebody that drew, like, what is drawn in the, the Sunday paper. Yeah. Like a real cartoony, like. Or, like, Looney Tunes and, like, Bugs Bunny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, number 28 Killjoys. Uh, it was on Sci-Fi, a Canadian space adventure drama series. Um, I've never seen it. No, I've never even heard of it. Number twenty-seven, I have heard of though, and I did very much enjoy this show. Although it was it it was admittedly a little goofy at times. That show was Eureka. Eureka, like Eureka's Castle. No, it was called Eureka. It was on Sci-Fi. Uh, it's from premiered in 2006 and I don't know what has to do with space necessarily, but it was a small town in like the Western part of the United States Okay, that was like, there is Eureka, Illinois, isn't there? Yeah. That's, isn't that where, uh, Ronald Reagan was, went to school or something? I think so. Yeah. Went to that college there. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was like a, a small town, but it was like created by the military, like the oh. United States military. And they take like all the geniuses from the world and they relocate them there and they basically like let them do whatever they want to do and so it's like this really advanced town but all of these people there are the best of the best of the best of everything right but there are always mishaps happening like this guy's creating a weather machine and it oh, goes yeah. haywire you know what i mean yeah and, but it's a small town atmosphere and the whole point it follows this cop and he is not a scientist but they went out and found the best Small town police officer. Okay. And they, that's the guy that runs the police department. It's got a kind of an Andy Griffith vibe to it. Really? In general. But it actually, like later on, they actually start pulling in some kind of dark threads um, of some conspiracy stuff and some, you know, U.S. military Is it conspiracy. comical? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a comedy. Okay. It's good. You would like it. It sounds awesome. You would like it. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. It was in Oregon. It was a little town in Oregon. Um, the the best minds in the U.S. have secretly been tucked away to blind, to build futuristic inventions for the government, which often go disastrously wrong. Loved it. Yeah. What was it on? Sci-fi. I was on sci-fi. Hmm. Um, Not too long ago, or in the it premiered in two thousand six, and and it ran for a while. Oh, so it's been out for a while. Um, we'll need to move a little bit quicker on this. Let's go to number 26, Andromeda. 
I heard of that. I know a lot of people enjoy it. Kevin Sorbo. It was it. It, it was it had a long run, didn't it? Yeah, it came out in two thousand and ran for a while. Kevin Sorbo, um, based on unused material by late Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry. Really? Yeah. I mean, you got That's a win. If you got a Gene Roddenberry on your back corner, that was also a sci-fi show. Um, Twenty-five was the one hundred. I know David. Uh, yeah, David was telling. Wasn't us Wasn't he this. just telling us about that? Yeah, isn't that the one hundred? That's not. I was thinking of Under the Dome. No, one hundred American post-apocalyptic science fiction drama television series. Whew. Developed by Mouthful. Jason Rothenberg. Um, Ninety-seven years after some nuclear. Isn't it like the. Are they in? They're in space then. A spaceship housing humanity's lone survivor sends one hundred juvenile delinquents back to Earth, in hope it's uh, of possibly repopulating the planet. <sighs> Sounds like a terrible idea. Why would you send juvenile delinquents? I don't. Know, I don't know why you'd send juvenile delinquents, but we already had that idea. Kind of. Kind of. Well, you'd know they'd come back. We were sending them off the planet. Yeah, but they're going back to the planet. They're going back hmm. in time. Um, number 24 is Star Wars, The Bad Batch. I don't know. I don't I, know yet. I haven't watched enough of it. Number 23 is The Jetsons. Never a fan. Didn't uh, like The Jetsons. I watched it some, but yeah, it was nothing. I was a Flintstones guy myself. It was nothing I ever went to. I used to watch Cartoon Network all the time, and um, yeah, it wasn't. Ever anything I really wanted to watch. Number 22 is Star Trek Discovery. That is a great show. Damn, I need to watch it. I've never seen it. Loved it. Absolutely love this. I've told everybody a million times. I still haven't got it. You have to pay or at least get the free trial of the Paramount Plus app to watch it, but it's totally worth it. It's got like several seasons now, um, and it's great. I absolutely loved it. And you don't have to be a Star Trek fan to enjoy that show at all. Really? It's very action-y. More of an action okay. thing. Uh, number 21, I'll try and move faster. Number 21, Babylon 5. You I know, remember it. Watched it here it. and there. Wasn't a big... People are obsessed with it. Yeah, I've always heard that. But uh, not me. Number 20, uh, Dark Matter. Never heard of that. Nope. Uh, number 19, Lost in Space, the old one. Although, um, they don't have it on this list, but there is a new Lost in Space on Netflix. It's quite good. I watched the first season. First season's um is the second season is better, I should say that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And I think there's either two or three. I can't remember. Yeah, I think there's, there's only three. one more coming out and it's done. I thought there was three total so far, but I I know I've seen the fir- the whole first season. I didn't start the second. Uh number 18 is Star Trek Picard. I haven't seen it yet. No. Nope. Uh our boy uh wrote on that though. Mark Burdarden. He did. Yeah, he was a writer on that show. It'll be fine. I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't have much interest in watching it. I don't either. But I probably should. I've heard good things about it. Number 17, Just, Space 1999. It's old. Never heard of it. Number 16. You're going to disagree with this. Doctor Who. Wow. At 16. At 16, there's better than this? I don't know, man. Doctor Who, me and Jerry have talked about this a million times. It's like religion. It is. You can't. Now, have they failed in recent years? Absolutely. Yes, of course. They've had 
trials and tribulations. I'm enjoying the new uh, female doctor. I can't remember her name. Uh, Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. I'm from, enjoying her run. From 2009 to 2014, 15? 2006. 16. 2006 is when uh, David Tennant started. Six or seven. Was it? I thought it was 2009. No, it it re-premiered in 2005 when that first season oh, okay. was Christopher Regis. Well, I would Michael say 2005 then. You need to watch that first season. It's kind of hokey. Okay, but. yeah. So 2005 from there on. 2005 to 16 or 17 is just absolute gold. Until the end of Matt Smith run, I would say for sure. Yeah. I liked some Capaldi stuff in there, but it took a, a noticeable turn. I think it's improved a little in the new seasons with Jody Whitaker. I dropped off. It kind of it lost me. It, it it lost me a little, too. It's hard to stay on there. You almost have to binge it. You have to wait till like, a bunch is out because it comes out so infrequently. Well, I know, but isn't it all out right now? It's done, right? I don't know. I don't know. I have, I'm not that up to date. I'm close, but I'm not that up to oh. date. Uh, number 15 is a show. I don't think you've watched it, but I have, and I loved it. Um, it's called Farscape. No, you told me about it. Uh, I haven't ever seen it's it. It's an Australian-American uh, series that came out in 1999. It ran with, for a long time. With, like, Muppets? Yeah, Jim Henson's character uh, creation company. Yeah. They're, and they're not all Muppets, um, but they have some characters that are Muppets. That's awesome. It is awesome. And the show is low-budget, goofy. Yeah. Spectacular. Uh, it's about this American... Um, astronaut who's like in some kind of a new craft and he gets sucked through a wormhole and he gets picked up by this like ship of and and becomes a crew member with them of these uh, various different aliens and they kind of just traverse the galaxy together that's cool adventures how do they get out of the wormhole he gets like spit out a wormhole like he gets sucked in and spit out the other side so he could never go back home no well, and I don't remember every... I've seen every episode. I do think there's a point at which they go home, but it's like a different point in time because he went through a wormhole. Right. Um. So, yeah, every, everybody he knows was dead or whatever. Um. Or whatever. Yeah, everybody <laughs> knows he's dead. Over that. Or whatever, it's not a big deal. I, I enjoy... If you like sci-fi, science fiction, you'll... um. In case you don't know what sci-fi means... Um, you'll really, yeah, right. you'll really, really, really like Farscape, but you got to be prepared for something a little campy, low budget. Right. Uh, number 14 is Star Trek Voyager. Never saw that one. Never saw that one. Number 13, uh, one of my favorites also, uh, Seth MacFarlane's The Orville. The Orville. Is that still going? I believe there is another season that's supposed to come out. Um, the last season ran right before COVID, so I'm guessing they got delayed. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, or maybe it was even a year before. So it was kind of one of those that's always been on the fence. I think it was really expensive show. Yeah. Um, in cast. It looks expensive. And, yeah, and what they're doing with it. And it has, there's the people, like some of the people in the cast are pretty well, Up, like you know, you know who they are. Well to do. Well to do, uppity assholes. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but Seth MacFarlane basically owns the Fox Network, so he gets to do whatever he really the hell does. He wants, yeah, because um, he's made all of their money. He just signed a deal with Peacock too, I believe. Um, 
like a hundred million dollar deal or something, hundred and ten million dollar deal to create shows for them. So why isn't it happening on uh, Disney? They own Fox. He works for Fox. I don't know. Peacock. That's NBC Universal. Doesn't make any sense. Um, anyway, the Orville is a spectacular show. It's really, really fun. I know you always loved it's it. It's hilarious, but it's also got drama and it's got all kinds of good things going on. You had said there's an episode that is probably one of your favorite episodes or one of the best created episodes of all time. Yeah, I, and I can't off the top of my head remember the details of that episode right yeah. now, but I did at the time. I'm like, this is one of the best episodes of television yeah. I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. It's yep. a fantastic show. That. And it's funny. And I loved it. Number 12, um, I know I don't want to visit Colorado Springs. I actually do, but it's a different story. It popped up in an ad. Okay. Number 12, uh, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine. Hmm. Never watched that one. Neither have I, no. (laughs) We're terrible. I know. I I thought I would know more of these. Uh, Number 11, Battlestar Galactica. I've watched some of it, but this is such a big show. People love it. It's like a whole community. Yeah, Edward James almost. I mean, I would say rivaling a Star Star Trek type community. Huge community. Yeah. I mean, there's podcasts about it. There's everything about it. People love it. I've tried. Last year, I'm like, I have to watch this show. People love it so much. Right. And I watched the first half of the first season, and I enjoyed it. But it's now from 2004 or 5. Yeah. It's very much similar to, like, early Doctor Who. And that's a hard sit. It was a hard sit, but I enjoyed the story that I saw that in that point. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I think I could get into it, but it's going to take me having nothing else to watch. Which is not going to happen. Which isn't going to happen, right. So, number 10, uh, Star Trek Enterprise. I have seen Enterprise. I've seen some of Enterprise. Um, That is Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula. Why can't I think of what he looks like? He's the captain, I believe. Uh, It's a prequel. You know who Scott Bakula is. I know I do. I need to look him up just because... I can't think of his name. Series premiered in 2001 on UPN. Um, you know, I've seen a little bit of this just because uh, it was on when I was of that age. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know much about it. I think I was the next generation. Um, We'll get there. Number nine is The Mandalorian. All right, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're it's getting in somewhere. a top ten. Huh? It's in the top ten. I think it could be a little higher. Um, yeah, I think it could definitely be higher. But I'm glad that it's in there. I'm but glad they recognize. Let's that. Let's see where we're going though. Number eight, The Expanse. And I haven't seen all of that. I haven't seen all of it. I've seen uh, the first two seasons now. It's a sci-fi show. I'm currently watching it. Um, I I started it, and, and again, people have been telling us to watch it, and a lot of people have seen it. It's kind of a got a cult following now that absolutely it's it's very good. Um, it's a very good show. I, I I don't know. I've heard it gets even better as it goes along. I love Thomas Jane. He's great in it. Yeah. Um. Nolan wants it to be number one. Of course he does. 
And this list, I mean, Amazon did a good job uh, of it. Nolan said this list is officially shit if they ranked Enterprise over Voyager and Deep Space Nine. They did. It, they did, and I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not particular to any of three of those. In fact, uh, any of those, I've seen probably the most of Deep Space Nine. That's what I was going to say. I'm pretty sure I've seen a lot of Deep Space Nine. I just don't remember. Like, I don't remember. I have a very hard time uh, separating. <clears throat> well, you just do it by the cast. I understand. I'm just, it, it all blurs in my mind yeah. when I watched it as a kid. As a kid. I haven't watched it since. Um, number seven, Stargate Atlantis. You know, I've never seen. I, I've uh, seen a lot of Stargate, but not specifically Atlantis. I don't yeah. even think I've seen Atlantis. I don't even know if I've ever heard of Stargate Atlantis. I've heard of it. I never watched it. Um, is it about Atlantis? Must be. Uh, number six, Battlestar Galactica, the original. Oh, there's. Yeah, there is. So there is an original Battlestar Galactica, like old. Like in the eighties, really seventies, I believe, and it did the same that. thing as Doctor Who, so it like oh, completely okay. rebooted in two thousand five. So the previous one we well, were discussing cool. was the newer one. Now they're ranking the older one higher. I don't. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. I mean, obviously, we've not seen that. So no. number five, uh, one of my favorite shows of all time, Firefly. Firefly, heck yeah, yeah. I love Firefly. That definitely needs to be up there. What a great show that is. What a great show. If you've never seen Firefly, stop what you're doing and watch It's only one it. season. I know. And it's, it's not that many episodes. Eight it's, episodes, I think. You'll be heartbroken when it ends. Yeah. It, I got so obsessed with Firefly when I discovered it, which was way after the fact. Because it came oh, out yeah. in 2002. I didn't discover it. I think we, you know, I was... I mean, I was out well out of high. It was the same time that I was discovering Doctor Who is yeah, when you told me about Firefly. Time. So, and um, I became a brown coat. I joined, yeah, like fan clubs. Oh, you did message boards. I bought all the comic books. Books. Wow! I got posters on my wall. You, I remember you telling me about it, and you're like, "Believe me, you're going to be a brown coat after this." And I was yeah. like, "I don't know what you're saying." Yeah, it's absolutely um absolutely one of my favorites. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. I've been so glad it's in a top five at least. Josh We Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon, yeah. Probably never work again. Most likely not. Maybe deserves to never work again. Yeah. I have no idea. Sorry. Uh, um number four, Star Trek, the original series. Well, that oh. is one I've seen a lot of. Just some. I mean, I've seen I mean, quite I've a bit of it. Seen them, yeah. I've seen the mo- a lot of movies, the old movies, but I've seen a lot of the old uh, series. But it would have been when I was a kid, so I wasn't watching. Yeah, that's them what I mean. Currently, yes. but there were same with me. There was not a lot of recurring storyline anyway. It was mostly week to week. It adventures. was a week to week thing. Yeah. Um, number three, Stargate SG One. Now that's one I've watched quite a bit of. Um, I don't know if I have. It's always a good sit to just throw on Stargate. If Stargate's on, it's you know it's going to be good. I know I've seen something with Stargate. Was there a movie? There was a movie. Absolutely, there was a movie. Did it start from the movie? For sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I saw the movie, and I've never seen the movie's the TV badass. Shows. Yeah. Um, I I know I've seen the movie. I didn't ever end up watching the TV show. I don't think at all. Um, Kurt Russell's in the movie. There's a bunch of people in the movie, but. Isn't uh, MacGyver in the TV show, right? 
The guy who plays MacGyver. Nolan just said, didn't know you guys are fellow brown coats. Fine, Firefly the series, that should have been epic. Oh, yeah. I love Firefly. And then they followed it up with a, there was so much fan love after it got canceled, they made a movie. They did. Um, so that's cool. That's probably the first time we've seen something like that happen. What was the movie's name? Um, the name of the ship. Yeah. Starts with an Serenity. S. Serenity. Serenity. Yeah. And there's also a comic series called Serenity. Yeah, and it'll, it'll never come back. That's the problem. No, no chance. No chance that's coming back. No. Number one, um, I, I don't know how this is happening, but number one is something I've never freaking heard of. How? It's super annoying. It's called Red Dwarf, though. A British comedy franchise which primarily comprises 10 series of television science fiction sitcom that aired in the BBC between 1988 and 1993. I mean, no. This is number no. one. No ranker. It's not number one. This is trash, this list. So if I'm just quickly basing on this list, if I got to do my quick top 10, not in any specific order, I mean, I'm definitely throwing in um, Firefly. I'm definitely throwing in The Expanse. Mandalorian, The Orville, Farscape, Doctor Who. You know, some conglomeration yeah. of those things. Clone Wars, if that counts. They never even had Next Generation on there. They did. They did have it on there. Where? You know what? You're right. It, it has to be. Oh, it's number two. I said number two. You did. I don't think you read number two. You know what I didn't? I accidentally skipped over it. I number know. two is Star Trek The Next Generation. I, that's what I was like. Was that number two? Which you... also is definitely the one I've seen the most of. Yes, that one I've absolutely seen. Because the that's of. the one that was on when we were kids. LeVar Burton and Data. Yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, Picard. Picard, yeah. Jean-Luc Picard. Picard. That was an awesome show. I watched that a lot. It's a great show. Absolutely phenomenal show. It's the only one that I really watched a lot. And like you said, yeah, it was because I it was in my wheelhouse as being a kid and watching TV. But you would think it would spark something in me to want to watch more Star Trek, but didn't. Well, watch Discovery. This is great. Yeah, I guess I should. Um, yeah, Nolan caught it too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where was Next Generation? It was number two. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I had that numbers wrong. I don't know. But, um, yeah, you did. You screwed up again. You know what? I screwed up last night when I was Golly. keeping score in that baseball game. Oh, you did? How? We were following Game Changer on the way home, and it seemed to be correct. I missed a run that scored, and the other team's coach got very upset about it. Really? Yeah. It was 11-2-3. They scored. I wasn't paying attention. And then he's like, is it 11-4? 11-4? How would he know on your from you? It wasn't on the scoreboard. Oh, well, you didn't do the scoreboard. I know, but then they came to me as the official scorekeeper. Oh. Like, what's the score? And I'm like, yeah, it's 11 to 3. Step off, bitches. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, no. And the guy's like, it was 11 to 3 when we started sitting this good score. And then he went to his scorekeeper, and the guy's like, it's 11 to 3. No. Yeah. And then somebody, so you were both wrong. Everybody was wrong except for that one coach who turns out was vindicated. Yeah. <laughs> turns out he was absolutely right. But oh, okay, it was embarrassing. I take it my job be. real seriously. It should be embarrassing. I mean, you are a spokesperson for MVK. Yeah, and our team. 
you know, and as the official scorekeeper, I expect you to live a certain way. And keep score, officially. And to officially keep the score. Accurately. Yeah, accurately. and Full stop. And we're at full stop here, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's it for that list of... Boo. You don't like the list? No, not at all. I mean, it only had a handful of shows I knew. I thought it'd be better. Really? I thought I would know more shows. I feel like you would have seen... known most of those shows. I mean, I knew them, but I really didn't ever see any of them. I thought I... Okay, I guess I should change that. I thought I had seen more shows on that list. Yeah. But I didn't, and now I'm just sitting here sad. You got... Now you got some work to do. That's the way it goes. I guess. I'll never watch a lot of those shows, though. I can tell you that right you now. You shouldn't. But I won't. So stop. <laughs> all right. Fine. Um, you want to do what we're watching? And then we can... Yeah, that's all we it got. up from there. Even yep. if it's a little early. That's, that's is what it is. It's our show. It's our show. <laughs> Let's stop. <laughs> Can we get a button for full stop on there? We're going to have to. Yeah. I don't know how to do it right now. I've never done it. No, it, it takes some work. Oh, okay. Uh, what you been watching, Jerry? All right. So we've never. You know what? Let's start out the gate because we've been not talking about Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's get it out of the way first. Okay, I didn't keep, even I didn't even have that on my list. We keep I kind of skipping forgot it. About We're, it. We've been skipping it for like a month. Uh, you're right. Go start. Um. Well, first of all, let's talk about Nolan here. Oh, number one, Next Generation. Number two, Firefly. Number three, Expanse. Here's the deal, Nolan. I think you like Expanse more than I like Expanse. Although I do like Expanse. But you haven't finished. But I have not finished it, so it's yeah. hard to say. But there's some other shows on there that I would definitely pick over Expanse, no doubt. Next Generation, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I can put it up there because of I, I respect it. Yeah. But it's not, like, personally to me, hasn't affected my life the way some of these other shows have. Clone Wars. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and Firefly would probably be number one for me. Oh, yeah. Yep. I completely agree with that. From that list, yeah. Um, anyway, Mighty Ducks Game Changers, show that came out on Disney Plus, show I thought I had no interest in because yeah, you, I assumed it was aimed, I assumed it was either one of these like children's, really aimed towards children or like tweens or teens. And I had agreed with you uh, early on because I started watching this before you and um, I had seen like two episodes of it and said, I'm... I'm kind of digging this, you know. I'm I'm into it. I'm I'm all in, and we we were talking about it, and you're like, yeah, but it's like for kids though, because I had said it was like um, Cobra Kai, similar to like a Cobra Kai style of TV show, and you're like, yeah, but more centered towards kids. It's like a kids show. It's definitely not like Cobra Kai, and I mean it's in the vein. That's what that's all I meant. Very roughly, Cobra Kai is very much aimed at adults. Yes, and. And but it's harkening seems... back on the nostalgia. I mean, and Game Changers is definitely aimed at. It's definitely aimed at kids, but with it still being an enjoyable experience for parents to watch it. Yes. So at the at the time, I was like, "Yeah, it is most likely going to be more towards a kids show." At the time, that's what I believed in the beginning. Um, then, as it went on, I mean, you got to stop rotating your chair. Oh, sorry. Um, as it went on, it got, 
I got more and more and more involved in the actual storyline and what was going on. So um, it it sucked me in a lot more than what a kid's show normally would. So it's not... I 100% agree. I don't call it a kid's show. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think if I... It's a phenomenal thing that you can watch with the whole family or you can watch with your kids. Yeah. And I'm always looking for that. And I, and, and I wanted to... It was me after we, me and Cash watched it. After we watched an episode, it was me being like, can we watch another one? Yeah. Because I want to see what happens. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And the stakes aren't super high, but they feel high enough at times. And um, yeah, it's a little bit ridiculous for sure. But right. I enjoyed it. I liked seeing Emilio Estevez. I, I feel like his acting ability has declined significantly. It has. He's very wooden and hollow, but I still enjoyed seeing him. I agree with that, and I feel like they didn't give him enough to do. Yes, because of that. Well, They're like and he it, just didn't get enough to do, and I, I don't know if it was because of his acting, but it felt like it was because of his acting. It definitely felt like that. Lauren is it Lauren Graham? Yeah, I thought she was great. I, I enjoyed her as a character. She plays the same character in everything she does, and I'm fine with it. It's La- less annoying to me in this than she is in some other things. Oh yeah, for sure. I guess. I'm not a huge fan of hers. I can find her quite unbearable. I have never found her unbearable, and I loved Gilmore Girls, but um, I don't know. She just always she's just very mediocre, or just always in the middle to me. Like she yeah. just acts the same all the time. You know? Yeah, she's a little bit. I think she's a little better than this. The kids are what shines. I mean, the kids are yeah. great. Um, What's the funny kid's name? Nick. Uh, the like the little fat kid. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, it's Nick. Yeah, Nick. I think it's Nick. I loved him. Yeah, he's great. I They're, think all he, of the kids are great. I think his acting is so good. Like just the way he talks and his timing on jokes or his timing on he'll say something and it's wrong and then he like realizes it and kind of mumbles to himself and like looks away while things are still happening. I think is awesome. I, he's good. He's a very good yep. actor. I, they're all great. I, honestly, it's worth watching. It really is. It's quick. It's quick watch. It's a very quick watch. They're only 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, 35 minutes. I think one was less than 30 minutes. Pacing's pretty well established. Uh, yep. It moves along pretty quick. It's completely unbelievable. I mean, it makes no It would not happen. No, it wouldn't. But I'm not looking for reality that. in yeah. your Mighty Ducks program. No, I'm really not. You know what I mean? Like on a Mighty Ducks Game Changer show, I'm not looking for realistic hockey. Yeah. You know? I'm not looking for any of that. What I what caught me off guard was um, he doesn't have a huge part, and he's just like a, a kind of a nobody character. But the main coach for the Mighty Ducks is one of the hockey goons in um, Letterkenny. Have you ever oh, seen yeah, Letterkenny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just realized that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's one of the hockey goons that it, like is always made fun of, is and is just he's known as a hockey guy. So then when I saw him in the show as a hockey coach, I was like, ah. Oh, that's fitting. I was like, I wonder if he's going to play the same character because that's going to be hilarious. He definitely does not. No. Um, but he's not in it very much. It's not a big deal. No. So anyway, I would recommend uh, for something uh, to watch with children primarily, but um, it's enjoyable. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't get any of my kids to watch it uh, with me. I, I've been I've begging Grady. And like half of them with cash and then. You know, he wouldn't watch it at the pace I needed to. So I yeah. finished it. <laughs> yeah. But he went back and watched all of them, the rest of them by himself. Did he? And he yeah. liked it? Loved it. Yeah, that's good. He, he's watched it three times now, the whole series probably. Really? He absolutely loved it. Wow. 
Um, so yeah. So anything else you've been watching? Lots of things. Um, do you want to talk about Sweet Tooth or wait? Let's do that last. Okay. Um, I saw a movie this morning with Graham that I just saw come out and I had talked about it before. Because uh, I noticed it was going to be a, a new Disney movie, and it was Luca. Um, I had no idea what the movie was going to be about when I had seen the trailer for it, because they don't really show you. It just said Luca, and then the trailer was him running around, and it showed all the colors and whatever. Like It looked like just two little Italian boys running around. That's all I thought it was. Right. Turns out it's about sea monsters. Yeah. He's a sea monster. Italian sea monsters. And... He lives like a farmer's life under the sea. That's what all these sea monsters do. They farm. Um, he's like the sheep herdsman. He herds fish around. Like a shepherd? Yeah, that's what it would be called. Um, he herds these dumb fish around, um, and there's people that are harvesting kelp and seaweed and stuff like that. That was kind of neat. And then they always have the, you know, the main thing was don't go to the surface, don't go to the surface. They're trying. They're always hunting you. Right. Don't go to the surface. Zootopia. So he goes to the surface. Of course. Um, Why wouldn't and, you? But what? He what fi- else are you gonna do? If what you find out is, as soon as you get up to the surface, you change into a boy. That's crazy. It is. So then he's living a whole other life on the surface. When his parents don't know, then his parents find out, and then they come up to the surface, and there's just a whole thing going on, and they're in a bike race and a spaghetti eating competition. At first, I thought it was really dumb. Did not like it in the beginning um, at all. Got up, was doing some other things. I came back later and sat down. Um, so I missed a little section that what was setting up this uh, bike race, spaghetti eating, swim competition. Um, it's like a relay. So there's one person that does the bike race, one person does the eating, one person does the swim. Um, and then whoever wins got a Vespa scooter. Wow, and they're really hitting all the Italian tropes. Big time. And I, so I missed all of that, and they're with a girl in town, and her dad's a fisherman and whatever. She always loses the race every single year, and this one mean guy always wins it. So it's about them getting ready for that and whatever. And he, Luca starts to build a relationship with this girl rather than the first boy he ever met, and then the boy gets jealous. Anyway, long way of saying I thought it was relatively enjoyable. It's not great. It's not terrible. The first part I didn't like, but the second act and third act, I enjoyed. It was pretty fun to watch. Graham liked it. He was like locked on to the show. All my kids have watched it. They love it. And I thought it was pretty fun. There's, It's a great ending. I think it's a very uplifting, f- fun ending. Um, so, you know, if you're bored, I guess you could watch it. I guarantee you your kids will like it. Yeah. Um, for me, it was kind of flat, but fine. Cool. Um, uh, when I was a kid, we got oh, so Nolan just wrote a big comment. Sorry, took a long to type. Need included. Okay. When I was a kid, we got a Nielsen box just as it was reportedly getting canceled. Oh, the next generation. I thought I could single handedly save the show by watching it until my eyes. But this was my dream as a child. Wow. To be a Nielsen family because I'm like I can. I felt the same way as what he's talking about. Yeah, you could I'm like keep I can TV direct shows. it. I can keep what I want on. Anyway, I thought I could single-handedly watch it. Uh, religious, um, 
religious uh, watching until my eyes bled religiously every day. I made a point to watch it from start to finish because I was determined to save that show. Wow. How did you get a Nielsen box? Did you have to sign up for that stuff or I don't I don't know. No, I think it was like random like you got randomly picked. I don't know. Oh really? That's interesting. Yeah. I, I never had one. I didn't know about it for the long time. Nielsen I don't ratings. I didn't know it. I've never known anybody that's had one. No, I I'm, the first person I've ever heard that had one. Yeah. He's done everything. Yeah. Gosh. So anyway, um, Next show, I finished watching season two of Mythic Quest. Oh, I haven't done that yet. On, I loved it. I love this show. I keep show, forgetting about it. But they they do some crazy-ass shit in the second season. I mean, not really that crazy, but they take a lot of creative risks that I think are interesting. Really? Um, I know that Charlie Day is heavily involved in season two writing, um, as well as the rest of everybody. But... They do on the last two episodes. That's me. I don't want to whistle. Oh. The last two episodes. So the second to last episode, they do a flashback episode covering CW, who's like the old dude who do, who's the writer. Yes. Covering him like coming up back in like the 1960s. Okay. Call it. With the these other two writers that they come up together and... It's great. It's a great episode. It's it's a funny, fun flashback episode, but it's got some heart, and it gives you some context that then leads into the final episode of the season, oh. which is back in real time as CW and the one of the testers go to this long lost friend of his that he came up with writing, yeah, to like settle a feud. Oh, and it really like takes a complete deviation from their standard storyline, which I thought sure. was interesting to do in the last two episodes. Right. Um, other than I know that season one had been shortened and probably a season two had been shortened from COVID. So because in season one, they literally like end it with a COVID episode. Yes, I saw that. That's where I ended the show. So I finished the first season then. For some reason, I thought there was more after that. I guess I was wrong. Well, then they released like a bonus episode and then all of a sudden season two came out. Oh, okay. And uh, I really like it. I think it's a super smart show. I highly recommend it pretty much. I mean, Apple Plus, you can you should get it anyway because you should be watching Ted Lasso. And season two of Ted Lasso is coming out soon. So if you're yeah, already going to pay for it. Next month, right? You have no reason not to check out Mythic Quest, especially if you're a fan in any way, shape, or form of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm going to have to get back into it. I didn't feel like first season was like It's Always Sunny. It's not like it's always sunny at all. I don't think it's like that show, although it shares some there's some similarities humor and similarities to it. Yeah, but it's not. It's a little more polished on the nose, and it's a little more narratively focused. Yeah, um, that doesn't. I'm not. Neither of those are positive or negative things. They're just different. They're just, just different. differences. It's yeah. definitely got a more cohesive narrative than it's always sunny, which is generally like. All Almost over. like a week to week sketch show, really. You yeah, it's I mean? all over. Yeah, it isn't, and and I know some listeners will get mad that I said that, but it is all over the place. It's a ridiculous show, right? I agree. It's slapstick humor, really. Mm-hmm. In a way, I don't know. Uh, yeah, kind of in not a way. Slapstick because that's like physical comedy, but right. But it's like the ridiculous type of comedy. The right. things that are 
like outlandish and not going to actually happen. Right. Where this is a, an actual show with a narrative structure. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my second thing I've been watching, and I highly recommend it. Season two, finished it, loved it. Check it out. Nice. I started a, a season two of a show that we've watched before. It's on my list as well. Oh, you went back and watched it? Yes. Oh, good. Dave. Yep. Hi, uh, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. Yeah, I don't remember him playing that in the beginning. And that was our, both of our, one of our favorite shows of last year. Yeah, it was. We highly recommended it. Um, absolutely love that show. So I'd love to know your opinion of these first two episodes then, because uh, the first episode caught me way off guard. Me too. Yeah, I I, I'm, I have not been a fan of the first two episodes of this season. Yeah. At all. I I did not like the first episode at all. I didn't either. Uh, it, it didn't seem to have the same kind of tone. Um, came out of nowhere with them in Korea, and I just... I didn't care. Right. There's nothing that built up that led you to care, because last season, you don't end with him going to Korea. Right. And you don't end with him... You end with him going out on stage to rap. Yeah. I, and at first, I thought that's what he was going out on stage to do at the beginning of the second I think episode. they need to understand that this show isn't... Uh, isn't a comedy in the sense that they think it is like it is a comedy, but it's not the type of comedy that's like gag humor and like laugh out loud. It's, I don't know. I, I don't yeah. I struggle to almost even call it a comedy to be honest. But. Right. It's that. Well, I mean this season so far, it's not no um, last season. It was in the beginning kind of trailed off towards the end. Cause it got a little more serious because of his, rapping and whatnot but it still had humor in it it definitely always has humor in it. I mean, um, he's a, I yeah mean, i really like uh his manager um i can't remember the actor's name andrew santos andrew santino santino love that guy oh it's no one joe he's rogan a, i like that guy. yeah he's an awesome comedian yes he's he is a very good. good comic um so anyway i haven't been a fan give me a reminder he's, on he's, season two i think i might have fell asleep he's got a podcast too called whiskey ginger that's yes. really good he has a funny line in there where he's talking about how I don't know. Gator says something about like it's being Ga- a minority. Gata. Gata says something about being a minority. He's like, redheads are the minority. They're the true yeah. minority. There's like, and he goes on a rant about it, and it's funny because it's it's true, actually, kind of true. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so what? Remind me again, season uh, episode two, because I I think I fell asleep halfway through it. Episode two. So he had finally told them he has no. Uh, music and right. stuff, and they meet with the record company. Yes, well, yeah, they put him up in a house um, in oh, L.A. Yeah. Okay, and he's there trying to record and trying to figure out how to get like a flow again, and right. trying to record. And then all these ants show up. He gets ticked off by the ants, so they set up a meeting with the record company just for them to come in and kill the ants. And all they ended up doing was they said, "Yeah, absolutely, we'll take care of all of it." But all he ended up getting out of that was a couple of cans of like insecticide spray they didn't come and like actually spray the house which i thought they would do anyway um and then he comes back and i don't know he goes to a party that he's invited to from a the friend it's basically just him obsessing about this party and seeing his ex-girlfriend yeah being worried about not being able to make music and then obsessing over a party because he can't, he needs to go see whatever Allie. yeah um she doesn't show up Brings a different girl over. I don't know what was real at the end of that episode. I didn't see that very end. Okay, so that like the end was kind of funny, but 
he brings a girl home, and what I thought was going to happen is that they have headsets on, and he was showing her his music and like just the music station and whatnot. And he said, you know, he's like, have you ever tried um, auto tune? He's like, it makes everybody sound good with auto tune because she he told her to sing and she wouldn't. So he puts on some auto tune and he starts singing stuff. You know, he sounds decent. And she wouldn't sing. And she's like, I don't know. I just don't know what to say. What I thought was going to happen is that he was going to start throwing out random lyrics and putting it together into a song. Didn't happen at all. She just kept saying, I don't know. I don't know what to say. And he was getting like aggravated and telling her things to talk about and to sing about. That was the whole scene. And it was weird because the direction I thought it was going to go. It definitely did not, but I feel like it should have because that was like right on the nose, like ready to go. She was asking him what to say, and he's been wondering what to say for music, and well, it didn't happen. That's what the show does, though. I know. So then then she is getting friendlier with him and says, I've heard you have a weird thing. I'd like to see it. You know, like I'd like to see that and get to know it a little better or whatever. And he got, he like, pushed her away he's like wait what he's like i'm sorry uh you know i've got a big day tomorrow i got things to go do and then she he makes her leave um and then it shows him getting did you ever see that electronic thing that he uses for himself yes okay um (laughs) he gets that like puts oil on it and stuff and puts on his uh quest and starts clicking around, and then he reaches for that thing, and it's covered with ants. Oh. And he he puts it on, and then obviously, you know what happens. But after that happens, when he, like, jumps and yells because the ants are on it, it flashes to another scene where the girl stayed there. She says the same thing to him, and then he's like, well, do you want to go upstairs? And then they go upstairs, and then that's how oh, the I episode So ends. it's like a choose-your-adventure kind of thing. It was, and I don't like that. I was like, what... What it, actually happened? Give it till the next episode. See what you know. Give it some right. Time. No, I, they do some novel things on that show. They do. They had they, some really smart, uh, smart episodes last season that I loved and you didn't like. I didn't care for one of them. Yeah, yeah. The, where it didn't have anything to do with Dave. And I love because that. I the, thought that was a brilliant episode. Well, I appreciate the episode and I know it was good. I was just in the mindset of. Wanting to know more about story. Dave's story. Yes, right, I wanted right. Dave's story. And, and then all of a sudden it was a complete removal from that. Right. That one that you welcomed and enjoyed. And I just, I was like, man, you could have, I wish they would have done that earlier in the show and not in the middle of the story when I wanted more. Well, that that's a fair point, but I did like the episode. Yeah. Um. So hopefully it gets better. I'm excited about the show, Dave, because we loved it. I love that show, but I'm not impressed so far no and and that's only because of high expectations i don't know what it would be like if i came in with regular expectations but i had very high expectations i mean there were some episodes last year that were absolutely laugh out loud funny with like the whole milking table thing and laugh out loud funny and like touching yes yes not literally awkwardly figuratively touching and the the whole doll in the bathroom thing and there were so many things that happened yeah last year that were very funny um okay so i got two more but obviously you've seen loki yeah so spoilers on loki um 
what was your so we talked about did we talk about the first episode on the air yet we did i think yes we did we talked about episode one um we both enjoyed it if from what i can remember quite a bit um i think it's gotten relatively positive reviews across the board um season uh, episode two is i would say a little bit more of the same i like the direction they're headed yeah i like set, set up set up set up the setup i like the pacing um i was very interested i thought it was a really like i liked everything they did it right at the end with lady loki apparently but like right that whole scene in that warehouse i thought was really interesting I love the way Tom Hiddleston is acting. So that's what I wanted to talk about. I don't know how I feel about it. Really? I, I'm i really enjoying what he's doing, but he's playing a different character. He is, but we don't ever get to see... You don't really get to know Loki in any of the Thor movies. He's just such a side character. You're only seeing him at the end result, basically. like yeah. The end moment where he's fighting with his brother and passionate and wants to just do what he needs to do i mean that's definitely a fair point but like in the scene where they're in mount vesuvius exploding yeah and he's like jumping around i'm like we haven't seen that character before yeah i i would i see what you mean i'm not saying it's a bad thing and i think that's the whole point of the show it is and i i'm not I get what you're saying too, and it, also part of it's like I don't care that we haven't seen that character before, and I don't care that it's not a uh, narratively cohesive character arc performance because there's so little of it in the other stuff. Who cares? Exactly, because I would argue it would be the same for uh, uh, Wanda. Like, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like Wanda and Vision. Like we Scarlet Witch. We only saw Scarlet Witch a little bit, and then what you see her is just fighting things. We've never seen her as a character at home or doing any of her things that she did. Right. So, I don't know. I, I think it's cool. He's a very likable character. He, he He's is. a very likable character, and Owen Wilson's a very likable character. Yeah, and that's another thing. This is, like, the greatest Owen Wilson character I've ever seen. Yeah, he's doing great. I love it. Because I don't like a lot of Owen Wilson movies, necessarily, Um from what he's done, it's just kind of forgettable. I mean, to me. I like him as an actor. It's yeah, fine. I just think he's been very forgettable in things. You know what I mean? Like, he's never been a character that I was like, man, Owen Wilson, what a performance. You know, I've never said that. This one, though. The Life Aquatic. I like. Well, yeah, Life Aquatic. He's pretty good. Bottle Rocket. Um, He's fine. Yeah. Anyway, no, I agree with you. Um, Yeah, I, I just want more. I don't think that we can really comment too much at this point. It's only the second episode, but when I say that, you just told me yesterday that there's only six episodes. There's six episodes. They, I mean, it seems like they're advancing the story at a pace that's going to be okay. Yeah. I hope they don't take any distractions, though. They can't. Because they can't afford it. And WandaVision definitely did that, and it failed. It, yeah, I mean, it definitely didn't fail. Well, but I mean, the distraction didn't work. I mean, it, it just... It didn't help. Yeah. It didn't move the story quick quickly enough. Um, you know, we're at the end of episode two, and he's already introduced a whole other universe, um, made you believe that he was befriending this universe, mm-hmm. and now he is, at the end of this, left through a portal to betray that thing. Yeah. So a lot has happened. That's true. 
Um, so we need to give that credit. And it doesn't feel like a lot has happened, but really a lot has happened. But it really has. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, Nolan had said my parents got picked for that Nielsen box. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I didn't know that that was a thing. Anyway, um, so I'm, a, I'm definitely a fan. I don't think we need to get too in-depth in it because there's a lot more to go. Yes, big-time fan of Loki. Watch it it's on its Wednesday night release. Do I think it's on the same level as Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Production value-wise, maybe not. It looks no. great, though, but it's intriguing to me. It's probably as intriguing or more intriguing. The thing about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it just jumped out at you, was the production value. It was like a movie. Yeah, because that was big. That was a big story with big characters right. that need the big environment. Like, you don't get the same Falcon if he's not flying around. Right. But I'm definitely more interested in this story. And then, yeah, that. so that's what I was going to get at. And you don't get the Winter Soldier without big fight scenes and using his arm in the ways that he can do it, right? So right. you need that big production. Loki, you can tame it down because he's always been that sneaky sleuth-type character that now you can finally get in this atmosphere, but I think it's going to get bigger. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to get oh, a lot sure. bigger. And, you know, I don't know. We don't need to speculate too much on the whole Lady Loki thing. I know that's a, a whole thing in the comics. I don't know anything about it. I don't either. So I don't need to try and figure that out right now. No. I don't think. No, not <laughs> I'll at just all. let the show do it for me. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And then I'll talk about it later as if I knew it all along. Exactly. That's that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're basically at the end here. We're going to. Uh, oh, yeah. Sweet Tooth. Yeah, we got one more to go. So did we talk about Sweet Tooth at all? Other than we talked about the fact. I think we briefly talked about. I had watched like three episodes. You had watched like four or five episodes. Yeah. And um, I gave you initial reactions. So I finished it. You finished it. Yep. Um, did you feel as passionately as you did at the end as you did at the beginning? 100%. I agree completely. Um, I think- it's, it's just a phenomenal story and show. The I ended up going and reading the first trade of the um, comic book after I started it. I like kind of paused watching it and read that and went back. It blows me away the ability to nail the comic book the way they did on screen. And I've said it before where, you know, I know Neil Gaiman's involved with uh, doing, what is he doing? Sandman. Um, Sandman, and he's doing... um, American Gods. Yeah, he did American Gods. That's the one I was thinking of. So with American Gods, it's not... It's not the same book. It's not the same as the book and stuff, and I'm hoping Sandman can stay close to the book. But a lot of times when you hear creators are involved and in, in directing the I mean, even the show, Lock and Key was significantly different than the book. Yeah. A lot of times creators get involved and you think, all right, they're going to keep it to the story. They're going to keep it accurate to what he's already written. And they end up changing things and making it a little bit different. Not always for the bad. A lot of it can be good because we like Lock and Key. I liked the changes they made in Lock and Key. Um, I, I think it was actually better than the book. And not, not that there aren't some changes to Sweet Tooth because there are. But man, did they, the way the characters act is my thing. The way Sweet Tooth acts and the way he says things and what he says are just absolutely spot on to the comic book character because they talk the same way. And the big man talks the same way, acts the same way, does the same things. And that's what I was like, holy cow. They were like legitimately reading this book. Yeah. When they went to film it because it is 
it, it's unbelievable how spot on it is. But uh, beyond that, the story itself is just very good. Yeah. I think it's the pacing was incredible. Um, I, the acting, like I said, is very good and it makes you want to see more and more and more every time. I agree. It's, there's never a dull moment to where you don't want to know what's around the corner or what the next scene is going to be. Absolutely you know. agree. It's they got like a couple different storylines going on, and whenever things feel like they could get stale, they just switch. Yep. And it's to something just as interesting. And uh, I mean, I just again, I love the set pieces. I love the world it's inhabited. Yeah. It, it, the the little the, the acting is incredible. The littlest things, like just the way that this character of Sweet Tooth, um, this actor, can like bound through a scene. In a deer-like manner. Yeah. Even little things like just the way he runs. I'm like, I don't know. They're just nailing it. But uh, I agree. the big man. I mean, this guy, this actor is... Unreal. He's doing a great job. I think he's incredible. He And he, he totally feels... Maybe it helps that I don't know any of these actors other than the guy that plays Sweet Tooth's dad. Yeah. Is um, the guy from Saturday Night Live. But... Um, you feel like this guy, you're like, yeah, this guy's a professional. Fo- this totally makes sense. I don't know. It, I just really, really, really think this show is, it just nailed it. You know, it nailed it. Is, you know, it it didn't end as strong as it started necessarily. Not necessarily, no, but. Um, but it still was great, and I want more of it. And I love the fact that each character has it, has their place, like for a reason. And you see it in the show, like they all have something to do. And they all have a reason for being there. The side characters aren't necessarily always the side character. It's like they're a part of the story too. You know what I mean? Like when you get a group together in a movie or a show and there's always a few people that are in that group, but you just don't really see them very much and they're just kind of around. You don't get that in this show. It's like everybody they've introduced you with has something to do as the story goes along, you know, and I like that. I agree. It's it's fun. I I have never seen anything like this show. To be honest, I've never really read a book like it either. It seems like it would have been a huge risk for Netflix to do. I cannot believe it. I <laughs> cannot believe it. When I saw the premiere for it, or like the the trailer for it, I was like, "What?" I, I didn't. I knew nothing about it going into right. it. Right. And I heard Sweet Tooth, and I was like, "Okay, well, let's look into this." And I started watching it. I was drawn in because Robert Downey Jr. That was the only reason. I think I said that before. Um, being a producer and his wife. So, and I saw that it was based off a comic. So I watched the trailer. I was like, hybrid children? And you're going to have a, ki- a kid with those stupid antlers on his head? Like, I was like, huh, looks interesting. Just don't know where this is going to go. You right. know, I did not have high hopes for it. No, I didn't either. I mean, I didn't have any interest in it. Yeah. I'm surprised you watched it, actually. Um, I didn't think you would even watch it, because I had brought it up that I was starting to watch it. Well, of Grady course I was going to watch it. I mean, it's based on a comic book, and Robert Downey Jr. is involved, and I'm going to watch it. It's just... Yeah. Um, no, I'm glad I did, and I can't wait for the next season. I, 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 I don't want to wait a year for it, but... Isn't that bullcrap? It sucks, um, but it's... I am such a fan of the weekly release now that I than I ever have been before. And that was a binge. That was a. I know. I love weekly release. I don't want 
binging. I thought I don't want it binging, all to drop. I, I see, don't like it. And I thought binging was like going to be the new wave that everybody wants and everybody loves, and and it's the best thing in the world when Netflix started doing that. And now it sucks because sure it's great in the moment when you're like watching all of it and you can take the whole story in and there's but then afterwards there was no suspense there was no waiting there was no wondering there was no conversation the only conversation you get to have about it is the final result the end like what we're doing now right we didn't talk about it at all during the show because we knew we were like well let's just finish it and then we'll talk about it right and it's too hard to comment on individual episodes when you don't have that week long break. That's yeah, that's what I mean. So you can't you don't have that. If there's a week long break, we could have a dialogue about every episode. We could have a whole a whole snarf talk episode like which helps the show. Yeah, I think so too. It's a no-brainer. But anyway, highly it. recommend Sweet Tooth. Uh Nolan said I don't know if that's been addressed, but why is Chris's voice as low as James Earl Jones and after a handful of barbiturates? Thanos and Batman sound like eunuchs next to him. I don't know. I'm just talking normally in my normal voice. What happened to us? It wasn't. I was reading something on the screen. I don't know if it's been addressed, but why is Chris's voice as low as James Earl Jones after a handful of barbiturates? Oh, geez, I don't know. Thanos and Batman sound like eunuchs next to him. Don't know. I guess we'll have to adjust your levels. Yeah, we'll, we'll do some uh, research on that. Maybe we've got to get rid of the big bottom. That's what I think it is. That big bottom is really hitting it. Yeah. Uh, but this mic also has adjustments on the back for bass. Yep. Bass roll off. Yes. Um, I think that's it for this week. We're heading on out. And next week, uh, again, remember, we won't be live, but you can still download the podcast. We will have a podcast available. Correct. Coming out on Monday or Tuesday as normal. Yep. Um, the following week uh, for Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See ya.